Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Without Social Media. Now, before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that if you're a service-based business, think coaches, consultants, therapists, who wants to get to $7,000 plus recurring months, yes, every month, but needs help with growing your audience, maybe with generating regular leads or landing paying clients, then I'd like to invite you to a free 15-minute leads game plan call. Yes, just 15 minutes to work on your marketing plan. This is a super fast paced call. And in this call, we are going to take a look at your current situation to see what is and isn't working for you right now in your business. We're going to figure out and identify what's possible for you and your business in the next six months and beyond. We're going to uncover the number one obstacle that is restricting your growth and holding you back right now. And finally, we are going to develop a three-step action plan. Yes, three-step action plan that will get you results in your business ASAP. Now, the session is free. It's 15 minutes. And all you have to do is head on over to vivguy.com forward slash game plan. Yes, that's vivguy.com forward slash game plan right now. Pick a day, pick a time that suits you and let's chat. In this episode, I'm talking all about how to stand out in the noisy online marketing space that it is in 2023 and how to be Marmite, not vanilla. So let's dive in. You're listening to Marketing Without Social Media with me, Viv Guy. The podcast for people who want more clarity, connections, and cash in their business. I'll be sharing with you proven techniques from leading entrepreneurs and experts from across the globe to help you to market without social media and to grow your business in a way that actually feels good to you. Let's face it, guys, the online world is a very noisy place. We are so, so stimulated. In fact, you know, if we think about how much stimulation we get in our average week versus what our our grandparents had in their lifetimes, it is phenomenal. Like, it just does not compare. There is so much that we are bombarded with now. So how do we actually stand out in amongst all that noise? Well, it's really obvious, but it's something we struggle with as human beings. And it's totally okay that we struggle with this. But the thing is, we need to not be vanilla, okay? To stand out, we need to understand that we need to be a little bit more Marmite, okay? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Marmite is that spread that you get that people either love or hate. There is kind of no mediocre with Marmite. It's a love it or hate it thing, okay? And that's what we want to be. We want to have some people who absolutely love us and some people who, I'm not going to say hate us, but are never going to want to work with us. They're just not going to take to us. It's not going to be their kind of taste or we're not going to be their kind of taste. And that's what we want to be doing within our business, within our content, within our marketing, within our messaging, within how we show up and how we are visible. Okay. But why is it so difficult? Well, there are a number of reasons. Okay. The first thing is our human nature, okay? Human nature, we are genetically coded to want to be accepted by our tribes, by our peers, because it was what would keep us safe back in in the days of, as I've always talked about, saber-toothed tigers. So being accepted is what we, we desire to be. 
And who wants to be the outcast, you know, with no friends and nobody liking them? And with social media, this has become more prevalent, you know, the the metrics, the vanity metrics of, you know, how many people liked me or liked my post, how many people liked my picture, you know, those clicks, the comments. And we begin to value ourselves based on these metrics of what other people say, you know, and, and like. So this is totally normal, this need to be accepted, okay? But it has definitely become more of an issue and it's more problematic now because people forget like, what are real values? Like what are real things to be judged on? You know, not is that picture freaking great or was that that quote great that people put out there? Do, you know, do people not like me now because, you know, I didn't put out a good enough picture of myself? And this is a real problem, okay? But the reason, you know, we stop putting out content that, that stands apart from others is this fear of not being accepted. We fear being potentially trolled, you know, on social media. We know all about those, those keyboard warriors who can say things, you know, when they're sat behind their phones and, and we don't want to be judged. So we stay safe by playing safe and keeping our content, as I say, vanilla. And what does that really mean? It means it just doesn't stand out. I think I talked about this um, on my episode when it was a, a year without social media, when I was interviewed by my good friend Colette. And I said, when my sister was getting married, she was streaming it via Facebook. And I had said, like, is there another way I can get hold of this? Because I don't use social media. And she was like, no. So I had to go into this Facebook group they'd created. And she's in Australia. So, and it was going to be three o'clock in the morning. So I was like, I better go on the night before, make sure I'm in and I can access this. So I don't miss the wedding live because obviously it was COVID and I couldn't fly to be there in person. And here's what I found. As soon as I went onto Facebook, of course, I had a sneaky scroll and found that suddenly 30 minutes had gone by and I was stuck in the scroll hole, which is exactly why I don't like using social media. But here's what I found. There was nothing new. It was so reassuring because I thought, you know what? It's the same old, same old, very vanilla stuff out there. I have, I'm not missing anything. It was almost like I'd never been away, you know, what was it then? At like four. 15 months later, and nothing had really changed in terms of the content that I saw being put out. So people are playing it safe. Now, I'm not saying go out there, you know, we don't want you to be that, that horrendously controversial speaker that is saying things that are inappropriate and offensive to people, you know, offensive in terms of, you know, racist, bigoted, any of those kind of things. Because I don't agree with that at all. And I don't believe that we should be seeing that stuff online. And it's a big issue sometimes with social media that a lot of things have been allowed to, to be put forth and hate, you know, speak that we don't want to be seen. So when I'm talking about sort of being more controversial, I'm not talking about being that type of controversial speaker. What I'm talking about is being different. And this is something that in his book, Martin Neumeyer, he, he wrote a book called Zag, and it's this concept called radical differentiation. And he says, so Marty says, it's better to be the only option than it is to be the best option. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. It's better to be the only option than it is to be the best option. So, so many people try to be the best option. You know, I'm going to be the best that I can be. But that's really hard to get to that level. Okay, and to then stand out. How many coaches are out there in the online space? How many therapists? How many hypnotherapists? How many brand designers? There are so many of us out there doing the very similar things in very similar ways, potentially. 
So how do you stand out? How do you then, you know, escalate yourself to becoming the best option? Well, the way to do that is to be the only option. The person that does it, only person that does it that way and has that take and that approach on doing something, okay? And it's it's when you do that, you have no competition and that's what becomes easier. So that's that's one of the first things to do is to be the best option. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the one biggest reason for someone to hire you versus someone else? What is that one most compelling reason? Because that's what we want to focus on. We want to zag when everyone else zigs, go left when everyone else is going right. We want your brand to be contagious. Why? It makes sales easier, okay? It makes you stand out more. It makes you become known. So you become the person that when someone says, I need, they go, oh my God, you need to go and see such and such person. Need to come and see you, need to come and see me, because that's the name that stands out. You, they are the person that goes, that is the person. So when you think like without social media, who do you think? You think Viv, I'm gonna go to Viv, because she's the person that does that in that way and has that thing. Now, what does it actually look and feel like when you are that controversial speaker? And I'm gonna say controversial, you know, when you're different, when you're standing out. So I was speaking in Edinburgh uh, about a month ago now. Um, I was one of the, the speakers at the Adventures in Marketing event. And I was the controversial speaker because my topic is something that is still, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't market without social media. You know, how it's not possible. So there's still a lot of, no, no. Like, that sounds great or it sounds good. I'd love to be able to do that. But you can't really do it can't really do it is what people sort of say and think. So up I get in front of 100 people and I do my talk. And what was great is there were people who came to me afterwards who were like, wow, what a great talk. And it was great because we had some round table um, coaching where the speakers were, were helping sort of mastermind and coach and things around the tables. And what came out was a lot of people saying like, you started your talk and I was like that no freaking way, no, no, can't be done, like, it, it can't, can't be done at all, and then they were like, by the end of it, they were like, oh my gosh, like, so freaking, like, yes, 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 I am sold, I am bought into this, like, it's so flipping obvious, you know, why are we hammering away at social media, da, 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 I'm going to change the way I'm doing things, which is awesome, and that's what's great, because it gets people sitting up, sitting forward, leaning forward in the chairs, kind of going with curiosity, like, what is this? Like, what is she talking about? And that's what we want. We want you to just peak interest with what you're, you know, your hook, your kind of getting people listening. What That's what we want to do with our content, is it just get people's attention. Because as we say, there is so much so much that people see within their news feeds, within, you know, if they're on social media, they're inundated. We are overstimulated, as I said. So how do we get, you know, to the point of, of getting people to actually notice us? We have to do something that stands out, that makes people stop in their tracks and go, oh, oh, okay. The other thing is, as we know, we want to repel some people with our content. Okay, and that's what I did in Edinburgh. There were a lot of people that loved what I did, but I pissed a couple of people off in that audience. Why? Because they had an entirely different point of view to me. 
They may have been like authors of or big social media like users. It was the core of their business. So for them, my talk really kind of touched a nerve potentially because it was kind of like contradicting everything they believed. And that's, that could be hard. But that's okay because those people are never going to buy from me. And that's where we need to be Marmite with our content. We need to kind of go, do you know what? It needs to stand out enough that it absolutely hooks in and attracts those people who are potentially my ideal clients. And it repels those people who are never going to be my ideal clients, never going to buy from me. And this is what I see so often is people are building these vanilla audiences, vanilla email lists, and wondering why people aren't converting. Those people within their audiences are not raising their hands and becoming hot prospects. They don't want, or hot leads, they're not like saying, I want more info, I want to know what it's like to work with you, and becoming paying clients. Why? Because everything's so vanilla, we're not really kind of saying like, you know, do it this way. This is why this is so freaking effective. We're just not really creating powerful enough content that speaks to our ideal clients. And when we are are staying safe, playing safe, being quite vanilla, you know, it brings in people who kind of go, oh, it sounds interesting, but it's never doing enough to kind of push people forwards. And this is where it comes into kind of what is that hook? You know, when you go out and give a talk, when you put an opt-in or a freebie out there, like what is it that is hooking people in? What is it that's getting your perfect dream clients so that you're building an audience of dream clients, not just an audience of people, because that's the key. We need dream prospective clients coming into your email list. When you're creating your content, I really want you to be thinking about, you know, how am I shifting people's perspective, their point of view, to buy into like this this perspective, my own point of view. And that's what we want. This is where I say, so, you know, be Marmite, kind of really own your belief, your way of doing things you know, stand out. When you create your your homepage for your website, you know, I want it to stand out. I want you to think of it as a funnel, like filtering out so lots of people can come in at the top. But by the end, I just want a handful of people to be left going, yeah, this is the, this is the person that I want to work with. Because you've filtered out, you've kind of gone, yeah, like we're not going to be a good fit if, we're going to be a great fit if. So this is what I want you to do with all your content. I want it to stand out. I want it to repel people that are not a good fit. And I want you to be okay with that. And the moment I realized this years ago that I didn't have to please everyone because I am a people pleaser at heart, believe it or not. As I said, it's our human nature. We like to please people. We like to be accepted. And as soon as I realized and I can't remember which coach or who I was working with or where I kind of got this. And I was like, do you know what? It just changed things for me. It made me stand out. It helped me become more visible because I was able to really put myself out there with my point of view, my belief, my views. So take pride, own what you do, believe in what you do. And know it's because you're going to create a group of super fans. You absolutely are when you stand firm, stand strong and say, yes, this is me and there's a load of you that aren't going to like it and that's okay. That's what we need to stand out in this busy online space.
So there you have it, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Marketing Without Social Media today and feel inspired to take action in your business, whatever that looks like for you. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Speak to you soon. (laughs) 